0: Welcome to another keel Hauled podcast i'm your host captain logan and we've got a lot of sea of thieves news to cover today so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast ahoy there pirates i hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend i know i did this week we had an amazing q a from rare and i want to cover it in this episode of the keel Hauled podcast let's get going First up on today's docket, let's talk about the weekly dev update video that we got this week. Of course, every week we get a dev update video from Rare, kind of talking about what to expect in the next week or two. This week is no different, although a little shorter than typical. We mostly found out that with Smuggler's Fortune getting released on Wednesday, there comes a plethora of things in that update, and what they plan on doing is actually diving into that. Update on Monday the 9th at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. BST. Now, obviously, with the podcast going out on Sunday nights, uh, Mondays, uh, I'm about nine hours away from this stream actually going live. So, there's a good chance I'm probably going to miss most of this. But, chances are, if you're interested in finding out what's going to be in the update, you can either watch the VOD on YouTube or over on Twitch and Mixer. or Just wait until Wednesday because we're getting it and with that update we're going to be getting a load of different things But I think the biggest thing that a lot of people are excited for are two things the pirate emporium which is the microtransactions that Rare is going to be releasing? That will be our first taste of what we can expect future currency purchases for the game uh, with real money to be, uh, or what we can expect with those. Um, obviously, just to kind of rehash what that's going to look like, we're going to be getting ship cosmetics that are geared towards uh, rare games and their history of games that they've made with their IPs. Uh, Obviously, like Banjo and Kazooie, Perfect Dark, and Killer Instinct are the things that have been made available in the past. We can look forward to things like Conker's Bad Fur Day, uh, Battletoads. um, Oh gosh, I just blinked on the other one. There's one other one that I I think, uh, I can't remember what it is. I'm sorry about that. I wish I could remember. Oh, if I remember, I'll mention it later. Uh, the pets obviously we're going to be getting the monkeys and the parrots i'm interested to know are you planning on picking up one or the other or both and if you are planning on picking up uh, one or the other or both how many of of them do you plan on getting and uh, uh, you know if they offer different colors and stuff like that so um, there's a a little bit more that i think insiders already know as far as what to expect with the pets and stuff but uh, i'm curious to know what you plan on getting and then of course they're bringing out more emo Uh, New emotes are going to be made available for pirates and uh, we don't quite know what the pricing for these are going to be. I do imagine that with the um, stream on Monday they'll dive into the pricing and I can't imagine that they'll be asking a whole lot and as always these things are going to be in the game for good so while you may not be able to pick up everything right away maybe you'll be able to pick it up later on and with most stores i imagine that at some point we'll probably see sales on those items uh not not livery sales mind you but actual discounts and uh, maybe we'll be able to pick up those pets for a little bit less than you normally would at launch so aside from that the black market uh... is coming with this update duke is opening up his uh... his black market and you'll be able to buy a plethora of different items from him whether it be new mercenary items uh... or past cosmetics uh, or just new sets in general through the doubloons and gold system and they are revamping the chests uh, so that you will be able to purchase the the voyages for those without any cost and you'll be able to get more doubloons to be able to purchase those as well as always this is going to be something that's made available for a month for the time limited cosmetics but as far as the rest of the game is concerned the reaper's chests the black market and the pirate Emporium, all of those will be staying in the game permanently from now on or until further notice. Also, something that you can expect with the developer update video is Rare is planning on going to TwitchCon. So, I originally wanted to go to TwitchCon. Unfortunately, real life has a nasty habit of not letting you do the things that you always want to do or how you plan on doing them. So as much as I would love to have gone down there and see the rest of the Twitch crew to be able to say hi to fellow pirates and talk about games and say hi to the Rare Dev team and get to meet them for the first time, I will unfortunately have to bow out from that adventure and plan on my next adventure, hopefully, when it's a uh, of an inconvenient time for me. Uh, That being said, the other thing that came in with the dev update video dealt more with the creator crews. And the creator crews are something that are, it's, it's not coming right away. I would imagine that this is something that's going to be released within the next couple months. And there were a lot of questions, uh, from myself included, that kind of delve into who would be able to join up in the Creator Cruise. Obviously, without knowing a whole lot about this program, Rare did, did want to at least let people know that If you are a creator, but you don't make YouTube content or you don't stream, that you will be able to join into the creator cruise process once they've kind of developed this a little bit further. And they aren't necessarily restricted to uh, how they go about introducing people into content. They want to make sure that they have things set up for others because YouTube and Twitch, uh, Mixer, streaming, things like that tend to be a little bit more straightforward to make content for as well as to guide with their content. So what's that mean for the rest of the people that make other stuff? Not a whole lot that can be said at this time. And that sounds pretty par for the course for most development companies. But hang on there. Uh, make sure that your your presence is known. Make sure that you're getting out there and sharing your stuff. There have been some great artists and uh, uh, creators out there for, I'm trying to think of how to uh, like cosplay, not really cosplay. I don't know sculptors there's definitely some sculptors out there but prop makers that's there we go prop makers musicians artists you're all very welcome to the game and the community and i can't wait to start seeing some of that showcased with the creator crews once rare has got uh, the foundation set and they have a good idea of how to approach content creators to bring them into the fold of the creator crews <laughs> Alrighty, pirates. So that takes care of the dev update video, but that wasn't all that we got this week. This week, we actually had another Q and A. This time it was more focused on the actual adventure side to the uh, Sea of Thieves game. And we got some of the major uh, devs like Joe and Mike, and they came in to talk about some of the questions that are being asked in the forum. So this happened, I believe on, oh gosh, I just blinked on when it was. I think it was last. Monday when that came out which really didn't help because last week obviously I would have loved to be able to talk more in depth about this uh, but I always seem to be just a little behind on when content is announced from Rare and that's that happens you know it gives me an opportunity to kind of think about it how I feel and whatnot and I wanted to to grab all of the responses from the Q&A video and break them down into four different categories. Uh, So the four different things that uh, I'm going to cover are things that will be happening things that might be happening or they don't really have like a time frame on or just things that they don't plan on doing or just things that they think are interesting or or good little tidbits of information so yes maybe no and oh that's kind of cool so I figured we'd start off with the no's because I figured, you know, get the get the worst out of the way and let's actually kind of move into the 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 maybes and the yeses and then the interesting stuff later on. So that way you kind of remember some of the cool stuff that will be coming towards the end of the episode. So the first thing that uh, they are going to be talking about that they said weren't going to be coming uh, is we have nothing on the roadmap right now for new islands animals. But if we were to add them, we would absolutely make them meaningful for the players to interact with. Uh, I always love adding life to the world and the fun adventures you can have with them. So this was in response to a question about different wildlife coming to the game. And their response, honestly, was kind of disappointing because I think a lot of us would love to see different types of animals, (laughs) crabs, and to be able to see those roaming around the world would make it feel more lively. We have things like seagulls and bats flying around, but you can't actually interact with them. And many a times, I know plenty of you probably have, as well as myself, have tried to actually shoot some of those animals down just to see if it actually worked. One of the other things that was a no was in response to a question uh, where they asked uh, Joe, Mike, and Ryan, thank you for doing this QA. Have you ever thought about adding moving islands to Sea of Thieves? Something like a big whale or a giant turtle that roams the shroud and sporadically visits one of the three main seas for a short while before disappearing into the depths again. I can picture the coding team crying out in agony, just thinking about the amount of technical hoops and hurdles they would have to jump through. Also, classic forum question, more relevant than ever with pets around the corner, monkey or parrot? So they go into this question and they kind of talk a little bit about their process for the game. And ultimately, because this is in the no category, you can already guess where this is going. But I figured their response was worth reading to you. Yes, we did. Early in the prototype, we had reefs that were submerged under the water that players needed to avoid. When we moved to Unreal Engine, uh, when they switched from their previous engine that they were testing stuff in, the fidelity of the, uh, excuse me, the fidelity of the water made it hard to see under choppy water. Hence the move for more sea, sea of rocks, uh, the big big boulders that you see out there. We did discuss making the reefs more animal-based, rocky shell, but a soft underbelly kind of thing. They would have moved around and posed a more collision threat to ships. Ultimately, it might have been a step too far and they think that the balance of the sea rocks plus the potential for fog is just the nice or just about a, a nice amount of threat for sea of thieves. And to kind of elaborate on the question here uh i believe i personally feel like uh moving sea turtles or sea islands things like that it's something i've seen in world of warcraft they've brought that that lore into the game with uh mists of pandaria and that's kind of where i think a lot of people enjoyed that aspect of an island that could actually sustain life on the the back of like a giant sea turtle and stuff you know where you had to be cautious and as well as the sea of thieves art book having some of the larger kraken in it that were different than traditional kraken types that you would think of with like the cephalopods and stuff where it actually looked like a a type of building or, or structure or island out in the ocean and to see that kind of move around and have to know that there are not always static objects in the world of Sea of Thieves where every island isn't necessarily tied to its location and could shift. So... Kind of a bummer that that didn't come into play, but I can can understand why why they went with that. One of the other no questions that we got this year, are you planning on adding a new region? There is a large patch of Devil's Shroud below the Ancient Isles, and they can't just let that potential be wasted if it's an ice region then i think it would fall between december and january so this is kind of their speculation on them wanting to see a new region more of an icy region down south because that's typically where like antarctica is but we also have arctica which is north so it just depends on where you're at and they said no plans for this year but exciting potential for the future. I think we'll want to do something very different next time. And that's in response to uh, the the Devil's Roar being a very warm uh, lava-based place. And this being uh, different would potentially give us something where it's uh, maybe colder, maybe some swampy areas, things like that. Uh, one of the other questions kind of similar to a past one in the no category will we ever get a roadmap like we did last year they said no plans for this we have moved to monthly updates and our plan is generally going to be talking about what is the coming next in detail with some teases and glimpses on what that could come beyond that sharing a roadmap just puts pressure on the development team when we have a clear focus to build a, sustaining or a sustainable working environment whilst also delivering awesome content every month. To do that, we need flexibility. I really like the new monthly rhythm, and it feels like we're getting into our stride. The next few months have some super exciting content, but I like to have some surprises. That's if James hasn't leaked them all." And I agree. It's nice to have a roadmap, but we're not buying into expansions. We're not buying into battle passes. We're, we're literally just waiting for them to release free content that we get, regardless of microtransactions for pets and liveries, cosmetics, things of that sort. So if they're doing these monthly updates, it's going to give us something new each month to look forward to. And that's better than necessarily having to wait a few months between each content update, only to worry that it's going to be something big that may. May not necessarily hit uh, the time they want, and is um, as clean of, of bugs as as you would expect. So that's kind of the uh the main main thing there uh one of the other no questions that we got in the q a will there be any changes made to the devil roar cargo runs i want to grind some devil roar cargo runs for commendation so i figured i'd ask no plans at this moment to change cargo runs i can understand that they don't doesn't really seem to make sense why they would want to do this Um, one other no question uh, that came into the the Q&A was will there be a way of uh, that's funny they said a way instead of a space way just notice that Uh, will there be a way of saving progress in game ie like tall tales so you can go back to to it at a later date and time and the response was kind of mixed. Uh, this is super complex in terms of work required, but we definitely hear the feedback and we are looking at all the options we have here with the aim of reducing the time investment required to complete tall tales. Ironically, it will take, a, it will take a, quite a time investment for us. And that's a really good question. I think that was an excellent question that they asked. There should be a way for us to save progress mid tall tale especially if you don't have the opportunity to be able to finish it. Uh, uh, As we move into a world where Tall Tales are gonna be regular, Uh, there should be checkpoints for those things that will allow you to quit the game and then pick back up and if you want to jump back in then all you have to do is revote for that voyage and it will pick up on the progress that you have so maybe you could actually save up a couple of those and then finish them knock them out pretty quickly it'd be kind of kind of a cool way to uh to, to set up a couple of voyages and get them close to be completing, and then have four people do them all at once and just jump from each person's saved progress. And that way, you know, half the work is done and then the completion parts finished up in that last stretch on a different session, maybe when people have more time. And that way you don't necessarily have to uh, do all of the tall tale alone. If you started out alone and you get too far and you can't complete it, then instead of having to wonder, you know, if you need to get someone else to help out, or maybe you just want more people to help out with you, then you can save the progress, 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 uh, progress, and come back at a later time with more friends who can help you out with it. Kind of an interesting idea. The uh, one other thing that I think was oh no, we do have a couple, we have a few more uh, no answers that we'll I'll, I'll dive into. So. Uh, Will we ever be able to equip Madame Olivia's hairstyle as a cosmetic in-game? She's the... the Order of Souls Lady at Plunder Outpost, by the way. Uh, they said, sorry, I missed your question. It's hard to keep track. Uh, no plans at the moment, but we love to have Madame Olivia's hair in the game. We're also looking at the company theme cosmetics so players can look more like some of the company NPCs, which is kind of an interesting idea. The other part of the question was what happened to Yura after Suds took over her post?" Unfortunately, Yura was eaten by a shark. Uh, no one is really gone, though, in the sea of thieves world thanks to the fairy and she might actually make make it back uh for them in line with this uh, one of the other questions that came up was npcs have some really cool looking clothing beard hairstyles etc i agree uh clothing as far as like uh, some of the stuff is vests things like that uh, i love some of the glasses earrings things like that on some of the uh, different npcs uh, what is keeping you from releasing these to us while i understand you want npcs to be unique i do think a lot of us would really appreciate some new clothing options and i think a lot of these would do the trick i'm still really sad we couldn't keep the morning star outfit by the way and the response here was we often want NPCs to feel special in the world as rich characters to meet so sometimes having to build them in a different way from player models but we are looking always looking how to enable players to have clothings or options that match or echoes them to roleplay in the world The team has been cooking up lots of new things, and when ready, look forward to players getting their hands on them. And I agree. Uh, That's one of those things where the the, the NPCs that we have should stand out on their own. They should be very unique. And uh, I also agree with the question. We, the pirates, should also be very unique. We should all look very unique. And instead, sometimes you run into players that tend to look very similar. Um, one of the other no questions that I think was kind of a bummer and actually pertains to pets is can pets go on our shoulder? And they said, unfortunately not. This is part of the pirate fantasy, but it pains me to say that it is way too complex uh, with all the varied cosmetics and body sizes. Basically, the same reason you don't see weapons carried on your characters. And that's kind of a bummer because in essence, they're saying not only are we not going to be able to have pets right on our shoulders, but we probably won't ever see weapons on our characters as well. One of the other no questions that came in was a question for Mike. Have you ever thought about adding a pirate journal that maybe keeps track of all the Lord books you find or updates when you complete an update or event? And they're kind of thinking this is like a a physical thing that you can actually see, uh, similar to the way we have Tall Tale books. And the question was... um, Yes, we always called this the Pirate Journal, and we always wanted to make it an in-world and immersive. Uh, now we have the Tall Tale books, it would be much simpler to implement, however, no specific plans right now. So it would be cool something they want to do but not necessarily something that they plan on doing and that's going to do it for all the no's in the i a Uh, i'm going to take a quick break take a drink and then i'm going to jump into the maybes things that could be potentially coming down the line but aren't necessarily being implemented right away So you've heard all of the no's from that Q&A and I gotta say a lot of those are kind of sad, but it sounds like more or less what a lot of that is comes down to time management. It's just one of those things where we want a lot of stuff and they want to make it, but It's all going to come down to how much they're going to be able to put out. Now, the team is always working on stuff. And I imagine over the course of time, some of these questions could come back with better answers. But let's move into some of the stuff that was a maybe or not quite right away and kind of talk about some of the good questions that came out of this Q&A as well, too. So the first being, will there be a sequel to the Athena's Fortune novel? The answer... We're discussing plans for future novels and comics, lots of interesting plans, something that I know a lot of us are excited for because most of us are looking forward to these upcoming uh, comic books that have been leaked on Amazon. That's something that a lot of us have kept an eye on, and there's some interesting things coming down the line that I think a lot of us are excited for. Next question. Will there be new shanties soon? I've been enjoying the ones we have right now so much and would really love to see more. Answer. Agreed. There will be more shanties in the future, including a new one relatively soon that ties into a track we've released very recently as it will have some emotional importance to the next set of Tall Tales. I don't know about you, but that's pretty awesome. It's good to get more shanties, especially considering one of the few shanties that we have, the one from the Hungering Deep, was essential to being able to summon the Megalodon to have your tattoo light up and have the, the Hungering one come and fight us. I can't wait for more shanties. I think it's going to be great. And with banjos, it'll be really interesting to hear what they sound like with a full court of instruments. The next question that was asked, why are there three daggers in the back of the pirate lord? Will we ever learn the truth? The answer is, you will eventually learn the truth as to what happened here. And that's it. They didn't elaborate on anything. They just said you will eventually. So hopefully we'll find out that story. Next uh, question that was asked is pertaining to the Creator Cruise. That was something that was addressed in the developer update. I did just want to give the Q&A answer for it. We absolutely intend for the Creator Cruise to support all types of content creators, but at its initial launch, it's focused on video. We have some work to do to be able to enable support for creators of other types, which we will be working on as soon as we launch totally understand the question here we love all of the creative creativity amongst our community and want to support it all the next question that we got hey there joe mike and ryan so i have a simple question do you see the stuff that fans create, like the Frozen Fangs concept from KPTN on ArtStation, or just the general things we fans do. The answer to this? We see everything. We have discussed a lot of new potential world regions, including ice-themed regions. However, we want to ensure that any new region will be rich, enrich the potential of gaming possibilities. I like the idea of expanding down rather than out. And to me, this kind of alludes to the idea of the Shores of Gold, something I talked about uh, in, in, in past how much fun it was to cut and go down into that kind of dungeon or raid, and something that i've noticed that a lot of this q a kind of uh uh, talks about some of the general takeaways from this was it seems like rare is interested in expanding the sea of thieves but instead of kind of increasing the amount of area that we have to sail they want to dive down they want to dive into areas whether it be under the water or just down into further more dungeons raids things like that with future tall tales i'm excited for this we have a whole new mechanic system in place based around the tall tales based around the traps that you can actually set but a lot of that doesn't do us very much good if new areas come in don't utilize those uh, to their fullest extent when you get into a cavern system and you're going around and you're triggering things it's a lot more dangerous and inherently more fun to be able to have that kind of stuff uh, with the new trap systems that have been implemented thanks to the telltale systems. Uh, one of the other questions that came in: Will we see any new curses in the future? I would absolutely love to see skeletal curses or some mermaid curses, and this is something I can resonate with very much. I love the idea of having part of our bodies be skeleton because of a curse, because we are dealing with a lot of cursed objects, and currently we're only susceptible to the uh, Order of Souls curse, which I don't know if that's really a curse or not. It doesn't do a whole lot; it just makes us look like we're uh running with mascara not running mascara but having runny mascara sorry i don't know why i said it that way and uh the gold quarter curse which honestly is kind of a scary prospect when you when you think about it but uh i guess if you're that dedicated to the uh, gold hoarders and the gold hoarder idea of taking cursed gold items then yeah you're gonna get cursed by that Personally, I'm, I'm still yet to have get mine or still yet to have acquired mine. I'm still saving those tall tales uh, because I just, I don't know, I want to do them at the right time. I've got all of them done. I just haven't gone around to get all the journals and stuff. And one of these days when I hop on, I'll, I'll do that as kind of a wait around and grab those uh, while I'm, you know, proof proofreading something or listening to something or second screening. Who knows? The next question that I wanted to dive into, will all of the ideas that you've got or that you've thought of and are planning to implement at some point? Do you think you'll get to a point soon where you need to have a brainstorm with the team and think of whole new content? Or do you have your minds full with ideas for a while? This was a pretty good answer because a lot of the stuff that we know of is stuff that has kind of been laid down uh, with past content or with uh, things that they've talked about, external uh, books, art art books, things like that. We've seen a lot of potential come out of the planning for this game. And with this, it's hard to know like how they want to implement it. Uh, we know that there are a few things that they did put in recently with the anniversary update that were completely made from whole cloth. And uh, it's, it seems like a lot of their big storylines and plots are going to revolve around things that they've introduced with past books and storylines. Uh, their answer, uh, aside from what I just said, I think we've had so many ideas over the years and grand plans for where this game could go. Also, it's a pirate fantasy world and there are so many features and stories that could feel so unique in Sea of Thieves. I can't see us ever running out, seriously so they're kind of in the same boat they've got a lot of ideas they want to implement them the uh, next question or actually two questions i should say uh, will the grand maritime union see the light of day and will flameheart make his debut this month uh, answer to this flameheart is resting uh, in terms of the gmu anyone can come through the devil's shroud if they know the route now That's something that kind of harkens to some of the comics that were uh, released from Amazon prematurely and kind of digging into some of the other stuff as far as like the mysterious stranger making reference to the Grand Maritime Union. I imagine that that's something that's going to be kind of talked about in the future as we get closer and closer to new content updates and new tall tales that we might start seeing more threats in the world besides skeletons, something I, I am very happy about the next thing that comes in for clothing is it possible we could get more quote-unquote general pirate clothing that doesn't belong to a set? For example, a bunch of simple pirate hats or hooks or bandanas or whatever that could be mixed and matched with any set to create more variety. Along with this, there could be things like a chef hat or apron, items that aren't a part of the set exactly, but allow us to create pirates to role play in more ways. They answered, We are looking at adding in more general pirate clothing and actually have some being worked on right now. We also love the idea of more ways for players to roleplay as pirates in the world with clothing. So nothing quite yet but it's good to hear that they are looking at making some of that more simpler stuff. Things like tri-corner hats and uh, big buckles uh, across our chests. You know, some of the things that you would kind of expect out of most pirate fantasy films and stories and TV shows, things that I could really see uh, doing well in Sea of Thieves and give us something that's relatively easy to make. But of course, they have to be able to make it for all sizes and types of pirates, so it might take a little while for those to get put into the game now here are some of the more interesting questions that i wanted to kind of talk about uh so that way and 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 one of these in particular that i think is is going to be kind of interesting will we ever see the sea of the five winds make it make its way into the game a southern asian style would be such an amazing addition to the game and with sea of thieves art style i know it would look beautiful the answer to this was kind of moot but telling if you've ever been on twitter and seen something that comes up along twitter posts that rare thinks is interesting same thing with reddit they always have the kind of like side eye glance whenever the something is imminent and something that they plan on putting on the game this was their response to this question which to me screams that the sea of the five wins cosmetics are imminent that they're close and that we will expect to see them in the coming months as they release more and more sets for us to buy through the black market. Here are some really important questions, uh, according to this person. Do all of the megalon- megalodons know each other exist, and are they related? Will we be able to cook fruit to give added bonus health, so our pirates can be vegetarian, or at least have a meatless Monday? And if you could, com- could oh, excuse me, if you could give a completely confusing hint at a feature. Uh, in the future or future update that will cause the community to debate and wonder for months what would it be thanks for all you do in the game the answers to this were interesting and i'm putting them in the maybe because i think that this is something that should be kind of talked about uh all of the megalodons for are are from the same subterranean rift so technically they're all family uh i'm sure we'll do something with the uh cooking fruit at some point and the the tease that came from this q a which i think is the one thing that everyone really kind of jumped on is haunting waters with burial chest sails the ash and to long lost rest. I'm going to touch on that later on but first I want to finish up the rest of these maybes but just kind of remember that haunting waters with burial chest sails the ashen dragon to long lost rest. Very cool I'm going to talk about that in a bit. Uh, Will there be any way of saving progress in game i.e like tall tales so you can go back uh, to a later date and time. Now I feel like I already talked about this. Did I already talk about this? Gosh, if I if I talked about this, that would be really really bad really bad. Um, do, do 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 I don't think so. Uh, I th- I feel like that was something that I'd already talked about. If it's not, then the answer is basically that it's a complex thing that they are planning on doing it's just really technical and as such it's something that is going to take time i feel like i already read that yeah i'm pretty sure i did you guys will you guys will let me know i'm sure um will you guys uh that being rare give bell legend of the deep a return she was in the beta and is now forgotten she deserves more love plus will there be a chapter two of tall tales seeing a tale involving demarco and lassetti would be amazing The answer to this, more tales are coming. I also love the idea of a tale or tales that involve DeMarco and Lassetti, and that's something that I think is really kind of cool. They don't really talk. Obviously, we knew tall tales were coming, but they don't talk about Belle or the legend of the or her being the legend of the deep and i kind of wanted to put this in a no and a yes and a maybe because it's a little bit of all of them we know more tales are coming they love the idea of demarco and lassetti um uh, being a potential tall tale in the future and no comment on bell uh or diving bell which is kind of a bummer because i love her and uh, uh nura nine cats nura being talked about the next one this is more of a suggestion for you to ta- to consider upon it would be so awesome if there were more levels to the legend athena quests would you consider letting those of us who already lo- who are already at level 10 athenas uh, become a pirate lord after reaching level 20 in athena or even level 50. i would love the challenge to becoming a pirate lord uh, the answer to this was interesting we definitely want to expand athena's fortune but we want to ensure that we can flesh out the gameplay for Pirate Legends before we do so. And if I have to take a personal stance on this, um, I personally don't want more levels with Athena's Fortune. I also don't want to become a Pirate Lord. Uh, I'm already a skeleton captain, that's good enough for me, but I think I want a more uh, thought out process than just hacking on more levels. I would prefer more of the idea of prestiging my levels to go back down to a lower level and rebuild those up for better cosmetics and rewards locked behind another uh, uh, time wall as far as how much time i spend on that tacking on another 10 or uh, 40 levels to athena's fortune would just get tiring because i think a lot of us are kind of over doing athena's fortune quests uh, we most of us have hit pirate legend 10 or athena athena's fortune level 10 and to do those is typically a pretty t- pretty big time Sync uh, with as much emergent d- threats in the world trying to do a an athena's voyage nowadays is even tougher and i I could definitely see wanting more varied interesting content uh, as opposed to just grinding out more of the same because i can already do that and not have to worry about the reputation uh troubles behind that let's see the uh, other things uh any plans on adding mechanics to the game that require you to be drunk on on grog Uh, they said that once they had a tale tall tale called the rum runner something that was actually added in the game as a mercenary voyage that required you to be drunk to see quote-unquote visions in the world something i think will actually be uh something they revisit in the future so that was kind of an interesting idea being able to be drunk where everything's weird looking and, and that's how you actually see uh see something to to in in the world and i actually kind of want something else for this i kind of want you to be able to see people and when you're drunk you see them differently maybe for who their true characters are. I think it would be really kind of a cool idea if the only way you could actually get real information out of someone who's being, say, really stubborn with you is to get drunk, and when you talk to them, they kind of disregard you as anyone credible or as a threat and see you just as a a drunkard and tend to be a little more uh, loose-lipped with their information for regards to a tall tale that you're on the other question kind of ties into what we've talked about in the past will we ever see more ship skins representing other cultures like a ship skin that makes a ship look more like asian ships uh there's a lot of ships in that question The answer to this was we are working on new ship cosmetics all the time and played around with some great looks, but want to make sure that when added, they are part of a rich lore in history we are building. If we just had the right story of some type, and they did a little side eyes on this, this is actually kind of a cool idea. The idea that They do want to add the Asian influence, the sea of five winds. But it's clear that they want to have a story leading us to that type of cosmetic. And I fully support this. I think it would be a great way to bring content to the world through story as opposed to just dropping it on our doorstep. And I'm okay if they want to build that up because they are committing to that monthly update. So I can see them wanting to do that and bringing in some really cool uh, different ship types as a result maybe even going all out and saying you can have a brig or you could have a junker and have the same number of crew crew members on a brig or a junker you just get to choose what type of ship like you ship type you have um next question that came in will the sea of the damned become a more expansive uh become any more expansive than it is right now like hitching a rowboat off the ghost ship and finding places like those depicted in so many concept arts something this is something that i thought was really i don't know if you can hear my cat right now she's wanting to play uh but something that's kind of amazing that you could go out and do the answer to this was interesting uh says i also love to adventure in the sea of the damned but it would split the players between the worlds and i don't think anyone wants to live in limbo forever you never know where you never know there could be a way of bringing out little of the sea of the damned to the main sea when the time is right and the worlds align that's kind of an interesting thing because when the worlds align that's kind of a reference to halloween uh, all hallows eve and the idea of there being a time one day a year where the dead can rise up or visit the living and this it's kind of a cool kind of cultural thing that a lot of cultures have as far as celebrating the dead and to think of when two worlds could align what better way than representing that with the Sea of the Damned and the Sea of Thieves on Halloween, uh, using the Ferryman's Lantern that we got to be able to have quests or voyages from other uh people that you wouldn't normally see in the world because they're not normally in our world but on halloween there's a time where that's actually possible i love that idea i love that idea and i love the idea of us getting cosmetic rewards from stuff from the sea of the damned through an event like uh the festival of the damned 2.0 or a better version of it. Um, the other part of this is uh, a couple answers that came in. Love the idea of masks, and they've discussed it a lot, especially recently. There are some technical issues we need to overcome with different player sizes, but we're still investigating. Uh, something that kind of ties to a question that came about on why we don't have masks in the game, now that we have things like Briggsy uh, wearing masks and skeleton lords and stuff, and all of those are custom, models and those custom models don't work the same way that our pirates do so any cosmetics they do have to be able to map properly to any cosmetic type or any pirate type that they have and as stated in the past there's infinite number of pirates you can generate so that's going to be tough for them to work out. Showing the weapons on characters is extremely difficult uh, with how varied body sizes are. We love to support this, but it would take a lot of investment of artists and engineers that could be spent on new features. It's a great example of something that should be simpler than it actually is, unfortunately. And this is in response to a question about why we can't see our our, uh, weapons on our characters. Kind of ties in with the masks and things like that. Uh, The other question that came is, have you thought about adding something like a battle pass for Arena or even adding time limited cosmetics to the Arena? Uh, they answered we are definitely looking at more or wider progress uh, progression options in arena beyond just improving the core experience which is kind of a nice idea obviously they haven't got a whole lot of information to talk about just yet but this is something that they will plan on doing and to be perfectly honest uh, with a game like this I don't know that I would actually want a battle pass for it Um, they aren't committing to uh, more than the the stuff for the black market and that stuff can be purchased with uh, um, gold that you can get in adventure Uh, I think arena is is one of those things where it's more of a style or a preference in play style as opposed to uh, something that you go to for cosmetic rewards Um, unless you're getting the pirate legend weapons I think that's the only thing that I've had people talk about they want to go do arena for those cosmetics but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm right in this instance it could be very very much that I'm wrong and that arena needs this sort of thing to incentivize people to play it but i think the people that are playing it are probably having a good time already and that's going to do it for all of our maybes we've made it through most of the questions and i think it's time to move into the stuff that is a definite yes so let's get to it pirates so we've made it through all of the no's we've made it through all of the maybes and possibly stuff that's coming in the future now it's time to find out what is for sure coming so this first year and a half for the game you focused the content a lot more on the general public of the game with this you made the game a lot easier including reaching pirate legend do you have plans to make pirate legends something to fear on the seas again including new content for Pirate Legends 2. As a crazy idea, I would love to see a multi-chapter tall tale exclusive to Pirate Legends. Completing these tales would not only grant you a new customization type for your ship, but also completing all of them would grant you the quote-unquote captain role. The answer to this, yes. I mentioned previously in the Tall Tales Q&A that we were, we we're looking to unlock the value for all the mechanics added in the Tall Tales as part of new refreshed voyages. So absolutely, Pirate Legends will see new voyages in the future that will benefit from this. Perhaps even a reason to return to the Shores of Gold as one of the first? And I love this question and I love this answer even more because... What it means to me is pirate legends are going to have something fun to do. We're going to have something that's worth doing, and it's going to give pirates even more incentive to get to pirate legend. And it's going to be something different than Athena's voyage quests. Something that I think is really, really cool. I can't wait to find out when we get more information about that. The next thing, what happened to random emerging skeleton ship encounters? Are there any plans to reintroduce them to the game and make them and skeleton ship battles more rewarding and and often in short in terms of returning keep an eye out in the next update in terms of mixing them up a little different some plans for the future for this soon and it's great to hear uh, the next update will be bringing back the emergent skeleton ships to the seas of sea sea of thieves so those will have a chance to spawn on you and people you're chasing something that I know a lot of people were looking forward to Will we soon be seeing any new content additions to the Pirate Legend aspect of the game and more Legend exclusive cosmetics? Those of us who are Legend have been eager for more things to see, do, and earn that are designed specifically for this most highly engaged part of the player base. So many amazing content updates have come through and enrich the world at the ground level in remarkable waves. Uh, could this could we reasonably expect that we could see some stuff built specifically for pirate legends soon like legend exclusive tall tales the pirate legend captaincy update and the unreleased ghost cosmetics i always think back about the things mike would say about pirate legend content around launch and get sad that none of it has come into the game yet thanks again for everything you and uh, you, everything and thank you for coming here to do this q a today the answer to this yes some of the work we want to do relates to voyages some uh in new systems work uh, we have some exciting plans here but too early to share more we but what i will say is that we absolutely want to enrich the game for pirate legends while we've spent the time up till now deliberately expanding the game for all players we do want to provide new progression options for our pirate legends again this ties into something that i think resonates with a lot of pirates on the seas that while we're getting new content and new story it's fun but there's nothing that really makes you as a pirate legend stand out from anyone else that's been pirate legend the fact that i've been pirate legend since uh, a year ago doesn't factor in to a Pirate Legend who just hit Pirate Legend status yesterday. But my experience makes me different and my experiences in the game make me different. But I can't show those off as a Pirate Legend with my Pirate Legend gear to say that I've been doing some really cool stuff that happened last year. I can only wear so many cosmetics. The next question, hey, when I was wondering if we could, uh, that's kind of a weird way they put it. Let me see if I can rehash this question. I was wondering if we could hear as to when we could be expecting a new set of tall tales. Uh, the previous set helped bring my friends to the game and we are eagerly waiting on new sets this was an easy question to answer yes soon ish i would imagine october uh, or sorry i added a little bit in there about october they didn't say that but i'm guessing probably in october is when we'll start seeing new tall tales it's been a, it's been long enough um, next question uh, people who have been playing the game since launch are amassing large quantities of gold are there plans to give more ways to spend your gold gold has lost much of its value to some players, and the risk element of finding it and trading it has been diminished. Now, this sounds like someone who's been listening to the podcast because they know I've been harping on this for a while. The answer to this? Yes, in the short term. We're adding the black market as a new way to acquire cosmetics, but there will be much more impactful ways in the future we totally see the reality of large gold wallets currently especially for players who already have their favorite cosmetics we want to add completely new reasons to spend gold that enrich the experience not just more cosmetics and it sounds like rare has been listening to the podcast as well let's get some more crates let's get some stuff that we can spend some gold on that will speed up our time to play in game it's not going to be detrimental i promise The next thing that came that was a yes. Are there any plans for different colored bra bandages for the ladies? Please. We have lots of new clothing updates to be tailored by the team at the moment. And yes, colored bra bandages, among other things, is part of it. The next question. Could we please get a splash tail figurehead? The answer. Absolutely. The best fish in the sea needs its own figurehead. I think it's kind of funny. The next one was could setting bounties on other players work? now this is kind of an interesting question because it's not will we get this or when we'll get this but if it could work. And I think that they answered it fairly well. We have some exciting thoughts here. In fact, there are small clues in the build right now and more coming soon. Hopefully, you'll look back in the future and see foreshadowing. I love that, I love I love that kind of a thing. Uh, next thing that comes in, are there any plans to do events that change their outcome based on player actions all over the world? Like, stop the dark ritual by bringing dark relics back, Players deliver enough, ritual stopped. If not, ritual goes on and something happens. This person's obviously a coder based on the if-else statement that they form their question as. The answer to it, yes, we've talked about so many ideas like this. I love this approach. In fact, players help with the Dark Relics has already set in motion a course of events you'll start to see to pay off in October and November. Again, I'm just gonna say it right now, I'm pretty sure we're getting some Tall Tales in October. It seems like November is gonna be more, and I'm pretty sure that this is when their next big content drop for Tall Tales is gonna be. I think we're gonna see something in October, as well as Festival of the Damned, and into November. Captaincy, I know. If ship naming slash ownership does happen, have you considered using the commendation system as a reward to unlock the system for more prestigious names you can select from? This would give more value to the commendations at current and give them an expanded purpose. Short answer, yes. Other question, what happened to James? Has he been keel hauled for his break in NDA? Also, will he be able to return? As a programmer myself, I felt bad as soon as he realized he his mistake, because I got I get where his mind is at. He is probably on the build that even us insiders aren't even on his mind or on, so his mind is completely elsewhere. Something I know a lot of friends have trouble with who work in games. They have to really kind of figure out what's been announced and what hasn't. And not everyone pays attention to the live game as closely as the fans do. The answer to this... In all seriousness, he was mortified and sent me an email apologizing profusely. We all thought it was pretty funny, to be honest. And I love the roasting he got from other members on the team on Twitter. No one will ever get in trouble for this kind of thing here. We have a very open and engaged team, and they should never feel afraid to appear on streams, slash videos, etc. He will be back on stream soon, I'm sure, as soon as he feels Ready, James. If you're listening to this podcast, I just want to let you know I love you, dude. I really appreciate the uh, the the bit of content that you release to us, and I think it's great that you take the time after your workday to jump on the stream and spend time with the community. Please. Please don't let any of these leaks ever be something that deters you from doing so. The next part of the uh, questionnaire came in. Will we get a Festival of the Damned 2 this year? And the answer was, maybe even better. We love the lantern mechanic and would love to do more. New and interesting ways. Hashtag. Uh, will we be able to name our ships with the visible placard? Yes. That's a good short answer. So yeah, Captaincy will eventually be coming. Yes, uh, seems like closer rather than later at this point. Uh, The next question. Forts used to be a real hotspot for PvP. I feel like that's died down a lot since most people don't need Gold Hoarder, Order of Souls, or Merchant Rep as much as they used to. Could you add a barrel to the forts, which included several trophy fish for those working on Hunter's Call? The answer... Yes, definitely will be refreshing forts again, something that I think a lot of people really enjoy because it is kind of a threat in the world, something that fights incoming air uh, ships that come to it, plus having to deal with the pirates on there while the pirates have to deal with other pirates as well as the skeletons on the fort. It's a great mechanic, it's a great way to drive uh, uh, interaction between ships, and something that I think a lot of people would enjoy if there's something worth getting there, aside from just gold. A couple other quick questions questions. Are there any secrets in the game that seemingly no one has found? Answer from Mike of No Less. There are definitely dots to connect that no one has realized yet. Something I thought was really interesting because I'm fairly certain that I've paid attention to a lot of it and some speculation is just really tied together with some loose strings but the stuff that's more concrete are the things that I think I like to talk about when I can talk about the things that I know. Will the lantern from Tall Tale 8 or a similar mechanic be used again in the future? Answer, yes because that's something that I have definitely been wanting and I love the idea of being able to go out into the world to see past events that have, uh, have not been used and I think Festival of the Damned would be a good example of that being brought back as that is something that they said they wanted to do and that Festival of the Damned would be better than the original. Will the black market cosmetics be priced high enough to incentivize players to fight over the Reaper's chests? We believe so. And the doubloon rewards for the Reaper's Chests will be going up also. That's kind of good information, as the voyages are now going to be free from Duke the Dark Lord, and you can get those doubloons by uh, uh, or by doing those voyages to get Reaper's Chests, maybe, or just doubloons in general. It's nice to know that the Reaper's Chests will be persisting in the world, and that their value will go up, forcing us to use them as a higher source of uh, currency to be able to purchase the cosmetics that come out in the future will we ever find out or figure out why the cursed mermaid statues randomly appear they also hurt you when you get near them that doesn't seem like something the friendly mermaids that help you to your ship would do answer yes you will all will hopefully become clear now We don't know when we're going to be doing mermaids, and to be perfectly honest, I don't think we're going to be doing mermaids soon. I think there are other things in plan uh, that we'll probably be able to talk a little bit more about after this update this the insiders build has definitely lent a lot of information and there's a lot of cool stuff that I'm excited about and a lot of stuff that I've been keeping close to the chest uh that I can't wait to discuss until this patch goes live so wait for next week when this is all live and it's no longer under NDA cuz I definitely think I want to talk about some cool stuff coming forward and my speculation on it. Uh, until then, we'll just have to wait. This is a really kind of cool uh, question that came in to us, and I'm, I'm excited to, to kind of find out what this means. Are there any plans to rework Riddle Maps? something that I think a lot of us can agree, most people don't like doing because you get a small reward for the amount of time invested unless you really know islands. If you know landmarks on islands, you're usually pretty quick about this. But for a lot of other people, that's not always something that they remember. A lot of people play other games. They don't remember landmarks or paintings, things in the world that cause them to, to be able to finish these riddle quests quicker. I think there could definitely be rewards uh, built into each stage of the riddles and having them reworked is great. The answer to this, though, was actually kind of cool rare actually said yes there'll be an update soon that uses the collector's chests the ones that are empty that you that you find out in the world to make riddles more valuable and also to give you some of the gold up front in the chest thank you i love that i love that idea so much and one of the follow-up questions to this that i thought was really kind of cool Will there be use for the empty chests we find on shores in the near future? The answer coinciding with the last one, yes. Soon you'll find gold and objects inside as an emergent reward, reward. which is kind of cool because usually you didn't find anything in those chests. They're going to be putting that in soon so that they will actually have stuff in them. The next question, was there a reason all the trading companies are stockpiling Gunpowder, yes. Increased skeleton activity was the reason. With the following month leading to the theft of the Dark Relics, it was subtle. All the monthly activity will hopefully make sense and tie together in the future. And let's see, uh, will we ever find out more about the captain that Flameheart mentions in the tale of the Sea of Thieves book? Answer, yes. I would expect that I would expect that we would start to find out more information about who Cap'n is and um, what he means to Flameheart. Uh, let's see. I have to ask because it's still pretty high on my Sea Thieves wish list. Is there ever going to be an opportunity to reroll our pirate's appearance but keep our items? The answer: Yes thank you i'm so glad that this is something that's coming that we can actually re-roll our pirates now if i could just get more than one pirate so i could keep the one that i have because i love that pirate i really do but i, I really want a short pirate i really want a really 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 short pirate uh let's see one word that describes the following months for sea of thieves mike responds awakening now let's just it's I think let me take take a quick look here. Da, 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 da. No, I don't. I'm okay with not talking about that. Um, you know, I, I think I'm gonna go ahead and cut out the other things that are here. They're not really pertaining because I really want to, I really want to dive in on this uh, this awakening because it kind of goes hand in hand with something else that I thought was really kind of cool. So let's talk about haunting waters with burial chest sails the ashen dragon to long-lost rest. But what would be resting? Well, if you've been listening to this episode, you know one thing has been resting. Flameheart. Flameheart has been resting. And if there's one thing that we can discuss about the future content updates for Sea of Thieves that describes it with just one word, awakening. So, it is clear that Rare has plans within the next few months to bring us Flameheart, to awaken Flameheart. Sails the Ashen Dragon, well, there's only one Ashen set in the game, and its figurehead is a dragon, and the Ashen Dragon comes from the Ashen Alliance, Captain Morrow and Stitcher Jim's fleet that sailed the Devil's Roar to collect gold. Well, we know where Morrow is, but is Morrow really going to leave when she's tied to the Tall Tales adventures? I don't think so. I think that that she's going to stay where she's at right now. Well, that just leaves one other person who conveniently disappeared shortly after Forsaken Shores, and we haven't seen for a while. Now, we know that Stitcher Jim is out there in the world. It's kind of hard to get to and from the Sea of Thieves, so wherever he's been... He's been hiding for a while and we know based on the stories in the book that he had a hideout somewhere on Smuggler's Bay. Now we may not know where on Smuggler's Bay but I could definitely see him still sailing that ashen dragon. Now if he comes back we'll know pretty soon I imagine and with his master gone the gold hoarder he's probably going to be looking for someone to help out and I can imagine that person being flame heart and if flame heart is getting awoken who's it being woken by is it us are we doing that now let's talk about haunting waters with burial chest now we don't really know and it's hard to say what burial chest could be but we've been playing around with some of these reapers chests and thanks to the one that appeared on i-13 we do know that that is definitely some bones in that chest. So if we have reaper's chests, and these chests contain bones. Well, usually when a pirate would die, their bodies would be jettisoned into the ocean to become food for the fish. With these chests having bones in them, it's clear that these chests are burial chests. But what does that mean with haunting waters? Haunting waters, with burial chest. Well, Duke wants these chests. And we know that Duke has some interesting plans for these chests, but we don't know what those are. And if it's one thing I can say about Duke the Dark Lord, I don't trust him. I don't trust him one bit. And the fact that he wants these burial chests and that somewhere out there is Flameheart resting, ready to be awoken, possibly by someone who's still out there. Looking for a new master? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if we found out pretty soon what some of Duke's intents are for Sea of Thieves. So keep an eye out for them. Keep an eye out, one eye on Duke, and one eye out on I-13, because there's a lot going on out there. And if it's one thing I can say about this update... I think there's going to be some interesting stuff going on over at that island. There's been a lot of digging, and if it's one thing we've learned from the Tales of Seathe's book, Flameheart was in a cavern when he was trapped with his crew. They drank the chalice and they turned into skeletons, and Flameheart possibly got out. Maybe. He might have gotten out. He might have been out there on the Burning Blade ship ravaging the sea of thieves and taking what he could and killing who he wanted but he's resting now but maybe not for too long pirates that's going to do it for this episode of sea of thieves i hope you enjoyed it i hope you loved it and i hope that you enjoyed the q a as much as i did there are so many things coming to the sea of thieves soon And I'm going to be talking about all of them right here every single week. Can't wait. I'm looking so forward to finding out what is all going to be in the Pirate Emporium, what I can buy, what I can afford, and Duke the Dark Lord's content that he's bringing through the black market what cosmetics will he have what can i afford what am i going to look forward to and also what is this update going to bring with the smuggler's fortune there's a lot to find out and we're going to find out very soon so make sure you dive in make sure you take the plunge set sails for the horizon and get some of those smuggler's fortune pirates thank you if you want to get a hold of me there's always ways to do it you can always reach me on twitter at c-a-p-t underscore and you can always email me at c-a-p-t-l-o-g-u-n at gmail.com you can always reach me on xbox at c-a-p-t-a-i-n-l-o-g-u-n that's just captain logan and if you like this podcast if you enjoyed this episode please please go over to Apple Podcasts. Give me a five-star review and a five-star rating. If you read this uh, or if if you visit this on YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the bell notification so you know when each episode comes out on the Mondays. And if you're listening to me over on Spotify, toss me in with the regular updates as you're listening to your music. Pirates, thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.